ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive Edinburgh welcome for Johnny and the Baptists! Great. That's going to be that is going to be class A. Really? Synchronization. Good or bad? That's great. That's the high, that's the heroine of sync. Okay. Um so don't you worry about it, man. Look, we're remote again. We're back to where we were. Yeah. Not because of the cha- I mean th- this was always the plan today. We weren't meant to be seen. Yeah, yeah, this this isn't a this isn't a government imposed uh, change of plans again. We haven't understood the change of plans. So. No, there's I mean, you know, there's more tomorrow, there was more yesterday, there'll be more the next week. I don't really I don't follow. Things will happen and then good. you'll die. Yeah, exactly. That, that is the long and short of it, I think. Unless you're hunting grouse. In which case you're fine. In which, in which case is absolutely fine. Hello mate. Hello Paddy, how are you? Oh, all kinds of things. Got You've a big face. A, you have got a big swelled up face. Um, yep. You have an impacted periodontic... Uh... It uh, is called pericoronitis. It is an inflammation of the soft tissues around an erupted wisdom tooth. Um, did you and, Google it? Uh, yes, I did, because I wanted to make sure I knew its name. <laughs> it's just very clearly you were reading that. Yeah, yeah don't, don't worry, I'm just very clever now. I'm no, very... no, you've always been very clever, but you're not a dentist. He's a very smart boy, that Paddy Jarvis. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's been uh, a pain in the face um, and will continue to be for a very long time. I'm sorry. Well, uh, while, okay. while we're doing headlines, yeah, um, my daughter may come in at any point. Great, <laughs> and that will spell the end of the episode. And that will probably, well, it might spell the end of the episode, or certainly a, a wild interruption. Yeah. Um, what What other news is there? Um, we, <laughs> um, I have learnt something rather wonderful about my daughter this week. Oh, hit me, go on. Um, which is uh, she's been going to nursery. Um, and you didn't know. Uh, I know. I know. <laughs> I've been. Look- she learnt the route. I've been looking after a bag of sugar. <laughs> yes. It was her. Uh, no, I've been putting her in my panniers on my bike and just. <laughs> I just go off for days. No, she's when she's at nursery. Um, yeah. Uh, she she has a life of her own, I suppose, which seems very strange and and, and probably a good thing, a very positive thing. But it's hard uh, for me to discover that she's got suddenly interests and tastes and feelings that are entirely outside of my knowledge. Other dads? No, it's no. <laughs> <laughs> but most importantly, she now has a favourite song that I didn't know was her favourite song. Oh right, okay. And it's. Um, I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys. Oh, wonderful! I was singing that um during the sound test. I know. I think I was singing it yesterday, but I forgot to tell you the story of why it's been in my head. She uh, goes mad for it. It's her favourite song. Are, are there a number of other toddlers who do the harmonies? I hope so. There's five little toddlers. <laughs> It'd be great. None of them knew the words, but still perfect intervals oh. between them. Yeah. <laughs> God, I make a fortune on TikTok. I remember, Is TikTok viable? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm don't not know. cool enough. I, um, I think I think of it as the new Bebo. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> we're going to bring Bebo back. We are. We're just waiting on the ace funding. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this week, Paddy, you and I have been in Trowbridge. Mm. Um, for those of you who don't know, we are doing a sort of community theatre sort of style project. 
Would it be say it's like, it was certainly a community. It's an arts in the community project um, yes. for Trowbridge Town Hall, Trowbridge Arts Centre. Mm. Essentially, it's not called Trowbridge Arts Centre, and it's not called. It's Trowbridge. called Town Hall Arts. It's called Town Hall Arts intro. It's very. Let's it's not very confusing. That. But anyway, <laughs> we're doing this job. Yeah. Um, whilst. Um, um, and it seems appropriate because there's no gigs, so you've got to do something. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, the thing we're trying to create is, uh, uh, it's called a song for Trowbridge. Mm. We're trying to create a new song for the people of that town, based on learning their experiences and getting an idea of it, and trying to make something that that sort of is. Uh, can you hear something in the back? I, I can't. There's there's a rising tide of fun approaching <laughs> well, you. Just keep going and see what happens. Don't um, worry, it's all. <laughs> so the idea is that we'll make this song for Trowbridge um, and we might make a whole show about it because essentially mm. what we're looking at is whilst it sounds quite sort of specific to a little place what we're talking about is a, is a town that uh, was once um, a little bit more loved and is now quite forgotten it was recently on the uh, shittest con- uh, shittest towns in the UK list which is a rather yeah. nasty thing that they a very sort of 2000 sort of thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Mock everything because you're bitter. Uh, <laughs> Tory BuzzFeed before yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. So um, we, a lot of us are from small towns that, yeah. have, that are a little bit unloved. And how, and we end up leaving those small towns because we feel like we're outsiders. And yeah. we go off somewhere else to make ourselves. Yeah, find somewhere that that is feels more made for us. Yeah, and somewhere where we can fit in a little better. And it's only yeah. it's only perhaps once you've done that that you feel able to return. And there's often a pull to those places. And mm-hmm. uh, we wanted to make a show about why people leave their hometowns and what it is about their hometowns that um, that's that's to be valued and to be loved. And yeah. so we're working on that at the moment. Yesterday we did a series of interviews with some extraordinary people from the town. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, how did you find... I thought we'd talk about that today, if that's all right, everyone. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's a nice thing. Civic Pride's a lovely thing to talk about. And, well, um, I think so, and I think without being... I mean, we are strikingly earnest sometimes, but I think that's mm-hmm. okay. I don't really like the idea that every time you say something nice, you have to go, oh, well, I mean, steady on. Um, yeah, but also, don't worry, it's all shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. nice to just be positive or tell someone you love them or to enjoy something... Uh, without feeling a sort of rising discomfort that that isn't British. So I, um, mm-hmm. it's part of a sort of a general plan that we have to change that about the world, um, mm-hmm. or about the country. So we met seven people in Trowbridge and we talked to them about their stories. Um, how did you find it? I find it interesting because I've not done that. I don't know what, what umbrella term this falls under, but it was I, I've never been an interviewer. And that's not really what it was. It was more chats. It wasn't like, come oh, yeah. sit with us and tell it. it but like... Uh, you, I don't, as, the, as soon as I remembered, oh, what this is is just talking with someone. Then I was good at it, mm. um, but I think I was a little bit nervous initially because it felt like, it, especially as you say, it's like broader than being about Trowbridge. But I did feel a little bit like I was coming to someone else's town and saying, "Hello, I'm writing about your town. I don't know anything about it. So could you do the work for me?" And that's obviously <laughs> not what it was whatsoever. But um. Yes, and we met, a, met a, a, a range of people. Some people that I'm sure would be exactly the kind of person we would have met had we gone to the pub, and some that I don't think we'd ever bump into. Countenance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's quite useful, it's, isn't it? We we it, we chatted first to a lady who is in charge of um, 
signing and yeah, Macathon signing. Yeah, um, at a um, a school. I won't say the yeah. name of the school, but a school that looks after people with special educational needs, um, yeah. people with autism, um, and lots of uh, things on that uh, in that world. Um, and we talked about how to make the thing more inclusive. She was very much the sort of person we meet. Yes, it's, yeah. I th- that was what I said to you on the walk yeah. to the train. It's like I can imagine her being one of my stepmum's mates. Sure, like sort of like like like. She's lovely. Iffy. She wants the world to be better. I wasn't going to say yeah. that, but yes, you're right. And, it was yeah. cool, <laughs> and we, we got along. And then we immediately after that met a conservative councillor. Yes. Who was really nice. It, yeah, he was really nice. Was he was quite dry. He was oh, also. Cool, I think it was quite dry. I think, was, I think he was younger than me. Yeah. Like, like, and that made me feel because I assume all Tories are older than me. Sure, I mean, which isn't, which obviously isn't true. But when you meet someone who's a conservative, you expect them to, you know, at least have a stick. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, he was he was great. But like, that's the thing. It's it's immediately as Johnny says, seven people and wildly different, and each of them, it wasn't. Uh, we didn't have like a list of questions. It wasn't a like, so what do you like about Trevor? That sort of thing. Everyone almost came armed with what they thought that the conversation was going to be in a lovely way. Well, we're in a unique position with this project because what we were trying to do is work out what we were, what we're trying to do. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we don't know yet. And actually, it's quite nice. And in a way, it's quite bold to start with no ideas, isn't it? Is it? But the yeah, point. <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel. <laughs> that's what I describe it as. Yeah, I very think brave. It's really important to start. Um, a project like this with sort of uh, a big kind of like, oh, we know we're going to make a song and we want to involve community choirs and we want to mm. involve local people and we want to involve young people and we want to make something that represents this whole place and represents the whole feeling of what it is to be from a small and unloved, slightly forgotten, um, mm. maybe slightly sort of underappreciated town. Yes. But also... And it's, but it's, how do you do that? <laughs> how do you do that? Exactly. And I and I enjoyed that, that like each each of the people knew sort of what we were. I think a lot of them were like, oh, they are writers and they are here. Mm. But, you know, someone would come in and say, oh, so look, I wanted to talk about this aspect of Trowbridge because this really means something to me or this is something that I feel like is a huge boon for the community or something like that. And then some people would sit down and be like... Are you here to sort out the bins? <laughs> you know, and we'd be like, uh, "Why?" It's like, "Oh, because I, they've been saying they've been saying, and that's what you're doing, is it?" And we're like, uh, sh- "Yes." <laughs> well, we we met a wonderful woman from the Alzheimer's Society, yeah, who runs uh, uh, the sort of day centre sort of stuff, or at least that's what we, yeah. I don't know if she runs that, but that's what we were talking about. Mm, and she works with the day clubs, yeah. And we talked about how music is. Um, Something that uh, I, um, fires through different um, neural neurological yeah. pathways and therefore creates extra memory when you think all memory is gone, or at least it sort of facilitates memory. So you can suddenly remember certain things that you certainly wouldn't be able to remember through singing. Um, yeah. People who've forgotten, uh, people who have terrible uh, short-term or even long-term memory can't remember people, can't remember things that have happened to them that morning, can remember songs, but also they can remember information such as the times tables she was saying because people sung the times table songs and so you say what's seven times seven and they go 49 because that's sort of they remember it like that but they could never do it in a different so that was really fascinating it made us think of writing a song about um an older couple a couple in their sort of septuagenarian couple um Mm. one of whom has alzheimer's yeah um and trying to uh, and sort of singing a chorus 
that's about them singing together. I also had yeah. this idea. I've always wanted to write something about how if you have Alzheimer's, you wake up every day with no idea where you are. Mm. And the best, I think, way to manage that would be to have your carer be in the same place. I yeah, exactly. I don't mean also, same, also, no, no. I don't mean the same. I mean, obviously, I think your carer should be in the same place as you. Yeah, yeah, ideally. Yeah, otherwise, otherwise they're doing, doing a great, great job. job. <laughs> but I think it, could, it occurred to me if Josie, my partner, um, mm-hmm. developed Alzheimer's, um, some form of dementia, uh, mm. you know, it doesn't have to be Alzheimer's, it could be vascular dementia, it could be something, and can't remember. Um, the day to day anymore, or, or, or can't mm. sort of. I mean, it was a great show. What <laughs> the day to day? I'm sorry, that was a shit <laughs> oh, joke. I see, I didn't get that. No, it was a well, any, Anyway, my point is, if she suddenly can't remember things, and she's then maybe the trick to our maintaining a good marriage would be to go on a cruise, and every day you wake up, or not even a cruise, just like go backpacking. Um, mm. But every day you wake up in a new bed, anyway. Yeah. So you're on the same, you know, where are we? I don't know. So you already don't really know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're both going through a version of the same experience. If you sort of remember each other, but you don't remember very much else, then I, you know, you could just, you're always going through a new experience. I thought that would be a nice, it's too romantic and it's really, it would be just exhausting, wouldn't it? Yeah, but you can make a romantic, you know, there aren't enough romantic stories about that sort of thing, so why not? Should we write a song about older love? Definitely. This is... Oh, older love. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I always wanted to, I won't name any names, but I was, uh, you know this story, but I always wanted to talk, write a song about one of my dad's friends who uh, remembers nothing and has his magic book. Oh, yeah. But it's, um, uh, he, he suffers from a form of dementia where he is, he is, he's largely forgotten everything. He still, he still functions, all of his motor functions work and things like that. Um, but he, um, can't remember any of his friends, can't remember any of his family, and uh, and yet he's still an incredibly social man. And so his wife has built this book over the course of about 15, 20 years where everyone is assigned a page um, so that when you see him, you say, hi there, um, I'm, I'm page, you know, 211. Mm-hmm. And he goes, ah, good, okay. And he opens up the book and he goes, 211, there's a, a photo of you and uh, a description of how he knows you and how you relate to the other people on other pages so that he can also be like, oh, okay, so... Paddy is James's son, James on page 16. Okay, and he can start to then at the beginning of a conversation he builds a picture of uh, your history together and then takes it from there and then you can add things to the book and when he meets someone new his wife takes them aside and it's just like do you mind if we add you to the book quickly and we'll give you a number and you just remember this. And it's brilliant and he he's now very used to the book so he never has to be reminded of the system whatsoever. It's like the rhythm thing you were saying with music. He he knows the system. Um, it's just the, the information in between that you have to fill in with these uh, gaps. But I always thought it was very beautiful, and she maintains it and updates it, and that's something I think is really He's cool. He's somebody who is... Uh, I'm trying not to give away any information about the... the mm. uh, and, and, sure, 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 sure. sure for but he is somebody who is has developed dementia much younger. Yes, it's you early onset. Say. That yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. That's very tough as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. And when it's... It was one of the things that the lady we were talking to was saying is how massively especially early onset how difficult it is because one of if one of you develops it and the and the other the other person in the relationship um not only is like well of course they're still going to be very much in love but some forms of dementia involve forgetting your partner or involve or involve forgetting things like um manners or forgetting things like how to interact with people and so uh, a lot of partners and caregivers 
they don't want to say I'm actually really stressed out because I'm finding it hard to communicate with my husband or wife or partner or whatever um, because they want to be supportive and they want to they want to be loving but it can also be incredibly hard on their mental health so she was saying that a lot of the groups are sort of for both of them so they can exactly like your idea with developing something about you know going backpacking and doing something new together all of the groups that they work on aren't just for the people suffering from the, the from from the illness or the onset of an illness they're also for the partners whose whose mental health has been affected and whose lives have been turned upside down to try yes, and cope with this new way of living and i think that's really cool being like the music groups are for everyone and whilst there is a choir singing you don't know who in that choir um, has had struggles with these problems or who is just a member of the public who's involved or who is one of the staff members or who is a volunteer and like I think it's it's just super cool and you know I've never been I've never been involved with one of those things and that's why that's why we're, why we're trying to meet all of these people and then find the little facets of these communities that have really interesting stories and then we can build a larger picture to then accurately write a song about a place that we're not from <laughs> And have you got any big ideas for what the song's going to be so far? It's going to be called Ham. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no big ideas immediately. But you, as you were saying, this the, the connection from the sort of places that we're from and the sort of place that Trowbridge is, that sort of that kind of faded glory market town mm. where large industries moved out and... You were saying sort of when you were at when you were at school. I was at school a little later than you, but we were at the same school. That, that experience the, from joining to end of the the brewery parents, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the brewery, like, the local breweries closing down and the car plant as well, yeah. And so this feeling of like the industry of the town disappears before your eyes, and you go back to that town now, and it's no longer a place that exists independently in and of itself. It, it mm. really now is. A place that serves Oxford, the nearest big town, and people live there because it's cheaper, and then they travel in to somewhere else. So it sort of lost its identity and its culture. It used to have a cinema and a big um, um, uh, leisure centre in the town, and and lots yeah. of things like that that have sort of disappeared. I think, and now it's just sort of a concrete minefield with a Costa. Um, yeah. It's Costa, isn't it? Like everywhere, everywhere. It's that's the fucking problem. Is like like as one of one of the ladies we were speaking to yesterday said, she was like, "Well, we all used to hang out at this hardware shop. Mm. So like that's where you could go to get everything." She said, "Everything from a pin to an elephant." And she was like, "That's where we all you know see each other. And also you see each other at the pubs and stuff like that." But it was like there was this big shop in the middle of town, and then you know there's there's now a massive B and Q four miles out in the industrial estate. So everyone just goes there and now that place is a you know it's a one of those like a car like a card factory shop like one of those like greeting card shops and a costa mm. and no one ever makes friends at a costa you can't make friends at a costa it's actually one of their rules <laughs> exactly they did social distancing long before it was a thing no i apologize to people who really love costa but also like diego costa yeah <laughs> very nice uh, <laughs> And of course, Kevin cost. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. <laughs> I think. I mean, I yes, I I sort of have this. Sorry, just I'm gonna get, get there because we're talking about Costa. Um, yeah. Every time you, I know they paid more tax than Starbucks uh, before someone writes in to say that. Uh, oh, good. Okay. I'm not. I'm not devaluing. I'm just saying. You know, they 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 they're sort of. Uh, 
homogenous appearance that they're, they're, they're I, words are not my friend today but they are no don't worry you're talking about chain businesses you're I, not having a, a, a no I'm having a Costa it's everywhere it's fucking everywhere I'm sick of it <laughs> I, hate I hate it I mean the thing is that we wrote a little song before the lockdown yeah um, that was sort of I think the the words were what are we going to do if we can't find a Pret-a-Manger <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, I'm We're, starting to worry that I. I'm, what was it? I'm, I'm starting I, to worry though there aren't enough pret a mangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> um, and when, where else am I going to find a seven-pound sandwich yeah. I don't want? <laughs> well, they are really the sort of pinnacle of. I'm sure there are. There's like the odd person, and I say odd. I mean odd person yeah. who's like i love pratt sandwiches i think it's even better than real food but for most people for people with a soul and a heart and a, uh, the beats inside their chest <laughs> i think um it's very much it's 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 not very good but mm. it's consistently above hell um yeah. <laughs> it's quite quick and the other thing is there's very limited choice and limited choice really helps like, if yeah. you only have seven of different kinds of sandwich, then you've only got a one in seven decision. Uh, yes. Chances are you don't like egg. Uh, that brings it down to five options or something yeah. like that. You know, life it makes life very easy. And what we're looking Especially- at is... It's serving you working longer and and enjoying yourself less. I definitely yeah, think exactly. The idea that we should go back to work to serve bread and manger um, is. Uh, um, abhorrent that yeah. is not what we were talking about but i've brought it back to that i'm sorry no no don't, don't apologize at all i think i agree with you it's just i i i, I fucking I, and you're only there because you're in a rush that's the thing it's like we have reduced options it's quick and you, and, we, and the only reason you're here is because you have you have to be here mm. because to go anywhere nice would take more time and then you'd have to have more time for yourself and that is not something we're going to allow like oh i hate it i hate it <laughs> I can't remember how we got round to we were that. Talking about, we were talking about Trowbridge. And, and to, oh, to, yeah, that was... The other things we did not were in Trowbridge, who else did we meet? We met somebody from the Chamber of Commerce. Yes. Now, I what is that? I don't know what that is, and I couldn't <laughs> ask. Um, so we'll you Google that yeah, before we go back. We'll, I'm sure we'll look at what a Chamber of Commerce is, because it, it, it the way she said it, and we both went, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she knew yeah. that we didn't know. Yeah, that was true. She was she was like, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> look at these pricks. Look at these lefty dickheads with no clue. <laughs> and we met a visual artist. Oh, that was that was brilliant. That was very cool. And that's interesting about looking at the arts in Trebuchet, because that really ties into the idea of leaving a community or staying in a community. Well, she's somebody who stayed. She's, somebody she's who someone who stayed. stayed. And that's really key, was, I think, like, why a lot of people leave places, especially when you're like, you know, 17 and you're like, I'm thinking of leaving somewhere. It's probably because you're going through this burst of creativity where you're working out what you want to do with your life. And the most attractive option a lot of time seems to be like, well, go to the big shiny place and there I will discover what my niche is in that huge, huge, you know. Yeah, I think people often think that it's less less brave to stay um, Mm. in a small town. It's more brave to go and into the big pond and... Um, you know, because that's dangerous and it's it's uh, yeah. it's full of it's unknown. Unknown, but actually, in a way, there's something. You know, I, I came to the big London to find people who were like-minded, and mm. uh, so it was immediately um, lots of known, actually not yeah. unknown. Um, and 
to stay where you are and just be yourself takes an enormous amount. You can stay where you are and be really hemmed in by it. That's terrible. Mm. But if you stay where you are and you're big and you're fully yourself, your own identity, she goes out dressed in ridiculous, extraordinary outfits. She's a performance artist. And people Mm. just sort of rise to that. They kind of come with her. And that's so bold in a way that I've not seen before. And I find that really invigorating. Yeah, Um, totally. I don't know that it... I think it helps that I think there are certain things that that would make that. I'm trying to not not be limiting in that because I think for certain people, uh, for trans people, for instance, uh, mm. for um, certain maybe people of color, that isn't mm. quite such an immediate like I'll just be myself and people will rise with it. Well, no, there's 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 quite a lot of hate and hate crime. So I, I'm not saying that's mm. universally possible, but it sometimes is possible, and that was very interesting to see uh, a little bit of the other side. Yeah, exactly. Especially because you said by contrast, you I didn't meet this person, but you met a, you met a man uh, who was turning eighteen and couldn't wait to leave. And obviously, every community is going to have the people who want to stay and the people who want to leave. But it's interesting meeting people from the same fit. Both artists. One saying, "I'm going to stay because I want to create art about this place. I think that there's more to discover here, and I'm from here. I'm very fond of it, and all that sort of thing." And the other person saying, "I'm very fond of it. I'm from here. That's why I have to go." <laughs> to create you know mm. because i can't create here because this is this is a part of me and I, I would just be mining the same thing and i think that they're two different approaches neither i don't think either is more correct no no not at all but it's really interesting because i've only ever thought really of the second one of those or the first whichever one was well i don't know i don't remember the order you said them in but the one that of course but you, you, know, you the know, one the, that i the did, that I yeah. did. <laughs> the, the leaving <laughs> but what's interesting about about you and I, and I think it happens, you know, with with a lot of people as well, is you and I both le- left our hometowns to come to the big London to find people like us and work together on things. We 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 went to the same bloody school, Johnny. Like, and we, yeah, that's but we true. found but, each I mean, other in a different. We, in, we met. No, I'm, exactly. I'm a little we, younger than you, but we met yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, much younger. <laughs> we met through your brother, who yeah, um, who didn't come to London. No, so that's interesting. Whereas, yeah, Walt, Walter, my brother, is someone who stayed. In his home community, like to to an extent, and yeah, he he joined a band and that. But I think there are like he joined a band and that band became successful and toured, and they never left their hometown. They may have done now, but but they spent mm. their youth touring and then coming back to their hometown. And yeah. I was I was really envious of that. Yeah, because you've got absolutely. this big group of friends that you can come back and see. Um, but mm. then the grass is always greener. It was probably. Uh, as complicated as it was. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, it's a funny one though. Like I, I couldn't wait to leave when I was growing. I, I, I loved Oxford and I loved uh, and I loved Carson and I loved Alverscott and all the the, the places that I'm from. Mm-hmm. But I, I absolutely couldn't wait to get away it from. It sound like because... you sort of increasingly were making those up, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I, know, love, I love Oxford, sure, yeah. and I love Little Hemersford and, and you know, <laughs> Toynkton. <laughs> like it's it like I, I love all these places, but I I felt like I think I for a start I think I felt oh, maybe Oxford's a bit an interesting one because I felt like I could probably through like being you know st- straight white man from a you know a privileged background or sort of thing I could probably have stayed in Oxford and had a relatively easy life. And I feel like as someone who is prone to being quite lazy sometimes and prone to things of mental health where I fall into ruts and things like that, I... I don't think I, you're ever I, lazy, but you're, you are sometimes contented. 
I am sometimes sleepy. <laughs> like, you know, I, I feel like I could have stayed there, but then I wouldn't have. I think I, I moved to London as a reaction to try and challenge myself and be a bit scared of something. Okay. Um, and I think I made the right decision. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Jerry's out. sandwiches in Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure, but... Anyway, it's nice to have someone to return to as well, I think. It's, it's interesting. You can still be very fond of your hometown, but I know some people who have left theirs and will never go back because they hated it. Sure. And we're very lucky not to hate where we're from or have it made a place that we're made to hate, you know. And I suppose that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope you've enjoyed the episode. Um, uh, anyway, so we, we will talk. We, we thought we'd talk about this today, partly as a sort of record of what we're doing, but also because mm. we might you might find it interesting. Perhaps if you are from a small town and would like to talk yeah. to us about it, get in touch. Johnny and the Baptist at gmail dot com uh, forward slash. There's no forward slash. Wow, cool. <laughs> um, as ever, we thoroughly appreciate um, the, those of you who listen to this podcast and share it mm -hmm. with friends and let people know that it's uh, out there and available. I hope it is uh, something you enjoy. Um, if you would like to support us, you can do um, www.patreon.com forward slash Johnny and the Baptist. There's no H in Johnny. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you can support us for £5 a month uh, or a bit more if you've got more. Yep, and you classic. Get, you get a free episode every week and uh, some videos and lots of other things and you're part of the club and mm -hmm. um, you will eventually uh, be uh, welcomed into the kingdom of heaven which of course yes. the non-Patreon uh, users uh, will be going to purgatory. So, yes. uh, <laughs> not quite hell but it's just we've yeah. got the keys. Uh, they shouldn't have given to us but they have and we've decided that's the system. It's only £5 that's a month. That's what we're going to do. We have different life. tier levels and it's some of them are for the different circles of <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I mean essentially we're we're sort of L. Ron Hubbarding there, aren't we? We're almost, Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, just so you know, disclaimer. Yeah. Don't we we we're lying. We can't promise eternal happiness. I'm not gonna say that salvation. I, I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not gonna say that promise, but I'm I'm gonna wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that if you don't give us money, mm. you will be uh, barred from entering heaven. I'm not, he's not saying I'm not that. I'm going to say that. No. But he's going to let that hang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're deeply religious, I'm very sorry. I mean, I, why, why, you know, is that some, probably something that's very important to you, and here we are yep. shitting on it for no reason. So, uh, much apology, um, but if you've got five pounds a month, we'd love it. Um, yes. We're going to continue this chat over on Patreon.com yes. forward slash Johnny the Baptist. Uh, yep. So if you enjoyed this and you want to come over with us, uh, you get you'll get at least four of these a month for your five pounds, as well as videos and other things. And that's mm -hmm. enough adverts. That's enough. That's people. enough. Patty, um, you, you, you feeling any better? Oh yeah. I mean, my face has gone down a little bit. It but has. I think that's yeah, yeah, the pills. Yeah, yeah. Like so. Uh, so yeah. And also, I've, I've, in, I've enjoyed the chat as well. No, sorry. I just I I. I that, the, the most immediate thing was the medical care, but I am I'm delighted for this uh, mental medical care that you have provided me with. I don't know if I have. I'm just. But well, I mean, at least I'm not. You could say, Johnny. You could say you're making Paddy happy. Will you do a lot of edits to this one? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll speak to you over on Patreon. I love you. Uh
Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>